Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sam Pets Radio. Australia's coolest. Podcast Network. There's only three things I know on this bitch of an earth. The PS5 is wickedly talented. The McRib is yeah. And you're listening to Hey Fam. Hey Fam, welcome to Hey Fam. It's me, Andrew Levins, joining me, Angus Truscott, all the way from his beautiful home. Yeah, good to have uh, you back, Angus. Oh, it's great to be here. The you could uh, I, I know I always hate saying when we record, but you could uh, lose the F. And this is Hey AM. This is the earliest we've ever recorded, I think. Yeah, it's a, a nice a nice and breezy 8, 8 19 AM record. Yeah, I could go earlier. Oh, me too. Me too. I was ready to go oh. earlier. I was ready at 2 AM. I, I wake we... up <laughs> militant like uh, next actually... to my rifle and was like, I'm ready to go. So, uh, so you just give me the, the sign and I will invade said country. <laughs> I was almost awake at 2 AM last night, but the... the... I finally saw the light and and, and closed my eyes and, and went to bed. Uh, we, we were meant to record last night. Something happened. Don't worry about it, fam. Don't worry uh, about it. All you know is that uh, there was a recorder that was alive yesterday that is no longer <laughs> not covered in uh, <laughs> human fluids. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've lost we've lost the least favorite member of the Hey Fam family. Yeah, and, we've uh, sent it off to Zack Snyder. He, he usually knows what to do. We just told him it was an envelope and he's taking care of the rest. <laughs> he said that he's going to get Flash to to run around in a big pool of water mm. and 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 touch the recorder at the perfect moment, and I think that will bring it back to life. <laughs> he's going to classic catch it, yeah. Also, but, this but recorder's then re- uh, dad's in jail. And, and your recorder will have a moustache for some reason for a little bit, but yeah. we'll, it's, it's okay. He he can get rid of it in post. It'll come in, and um, this my old recorder will burst through the door. Some some p- papers will start flying around my my home studio, and he will burst through and tell me. That uh, Tilly is the key. <laughs> I'll be like, what? <laughs> and then he'll um, go. I'm too early, and then leave. So last night, um, when we when we decided to not record anymore, um, you were like, "Oh, that's cool." Now you've got plenty of time to go and play Deathloop because I haven't we hadn't I hadn't started it yet, and mm. Angus has been playing a couple hours of it so far. Um, a tremendously well reviewed game that just hit PlayStation Five yesterday. I'd say like the best reviewed PS Five game, maybe. Yeah, it seems that Even way. Even more so than Rift Apart. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting into it, but I didn't do it last night, even though oh, you told me. You gave me very, very uh, good instructions. Um, I am, I, I've am i entered a zone that... Uh, it's a classic Levin's Hayfam maneuver. What, Mahjong Guess that I stayed up- simulator or like knitting simulator? 
So we're going to talk about the latest WarioWare game, Get It Together. Um, of course, people will know that um, you know WarioWare holds a very special place in my heart, um, enough yeah. so that I will miss the first five to ten minutes of, of even the best-reviewed Mission Impossible movie just to buy a, a new a new entry in this franchise. Which wasn't particularly in fact, flying off shelves uh, that, that very moment. Well, okay, so playing a lot of WarioWare Get It Together in the last week has awakened... The, the stupidest part of me and well, i've spent like every day and night every moment of spare time not just playing the new switch version but i went back and i played the original gba version um and then i played WarioWare twisted the second gba one which you had to like tilt and then last night when you were like okay let's call it a night go play death loop i went and i got WarioWare gold <laughs> and I played it for four hours. You're just like, honey, can you um start Mission Impossible Fallout in the other room? Yeah. Uh, It'll be over by the time I come in. I want to feel something again. <laughs> I don't know what it is about WarioWare that just connects with me so much. Is it the, like, frenetic AD HD-ness of the levels? The, the what? Like, you don't have to think yeah, too I, much. It makes me, like, I mean, every, like, one in every three games makes me laugh a lot. Um, and I like, especially like the earlier ones, they're so weird. Um, like the, the GBA ones, like those, that entire game is probably like, well, like eight megabytes big. Mm. And yet they managed to fit in like all this like crazy music that sounds like it was ripped off like an AM radio. And you have like the, the, like the soundtrack's so weird and lo-fi, but lush at the same time. And the art styles, like all the WarioWare games are just a collection of like little micro games. You have to figure out one, what the game is asking of you. And then solve it in five seconds, um, and then they just barrage you with 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 a bunch of them until you you lose all your, your you, you you know you you don't solve them four times in a row or whatever, and then you're out. Um, but every every micro game is like completely different art styles. Like right from the beginning, you have like one will look like a, a comic book, the next one will look like like a polygonal, um, like a, a like intentionally gross looking polygonal mess. Mm. And you have to like, you know, hit a baseball or something like that. Then suddenly it'll be like using photos of food and or you like have to match, crayon match the pictures, pictures of food. And stuff. Yeah. I, there's something just so fun aesthetically about it. You know it. what it is? It's, I think it's like Nintendo is so regimented. Like remember the Fuhrer that kicked up when uh, that Toon Link was revealed for uh, Wind Waker? I yes, think they've totally. ever recovered. I honestly don't think they've ever recovered. They just have like super shitty fans <laughs> and like yeah who who still are like eh, don't make us it's for babies as yeah, opposed to like them trying think, a new art style out yeah i even love even in the new warrior where just like how clean the character designs are like the cell shading polygon like warrior i'm just like this is so nice just those like real cartoon vibes and yeah i reckon it's because it's like it's a it's a it's a, it's like an aesthetic that reminds me of like <laughs> this is very precise but it's like that late 90s playstation aesthetic like your parappa the rapper like stuff like that yeah absolutely you just kind of see like different style very unconventional gaming um visual design for nintendo who are very as we know regimented i mean all you've got to take a look at is like the slew of new super mario brothers games to see like how unimaginative nintendo design can be yeah absolutely i've been um i've been getting really into sanrio lately so like hello kitty and oh, all yeah. of those you know and they're just like weird characters that are that are made just to sell merchandise like there's it's no brilliant. it's like the original transformers and uh 
Yeah, like yeah. it'll be like they'll put they'll put a dog on a hat, and the dog hat will sell millions of hats. Mm. And then they're like, "Wow, people love this dog hat. Let's yeah. make dog hat the character. Let's give him its own show, and just we'll make An a movie." But that's yeah, and like I, I I'm I so love like Retsuko. Uh, you know, there's a Sanrio character for every personality type. You know, the yeah, totally. Zodiacs. I mean, obviously, the biggest one I think to cross over recently since Hello Kitty was. Uh, Gudetama, also known as the Tommy Dasilo egg that my mother yep. <laughs> uh, caught, referred to it as in uh, Japan. But yeah, there's also the um, uh, Agretsuko has the Netflix series. I believe she's Sanrio. Yeah, she's Sanrio. Yeah, I, I, I know, yes, and, and she's like a, a, fo- a fox who, who works in an office. But, she's a red panda uh, who's, yeah. Red panda, that's right, my bad. I went I to the Sanrio store and bought a bunch of her shit. I love it. She's great. I need to watch that. So I, I bought these two books that are like Sanrio in the, it's like design, like like just like art concepts and then like pictures of all the merchandise. I, I got one that's the 70s and 80s and then one that's the 90s and the 2000s. And so Agretzko, um doesn't show up until the end of, of the second book. But uh, yeah, man, there's just so many like weird designs and it's just like, oh, look, wouldn't it be funny if a panda was, or sorry, if a penguin was, was grumpy. How good's you know, the salmon have- dude? The, the the one that was it's kind of looks like a gudetama but there's that big piece of like fried salmon yes i yeah. love that that that's that's another one of my favorites i bought a few stickers of the at a, a diver at the sanrio store of him or of they as well <laughs> yeah i think uh like that i feel like there's i know that like yeah like the warrior wear characters are so crude but there is that same kind of like yeah whatever let's just make you know it's a it's a dog and a cat and they drive a taxi cab in space yeah and there's a dude gonna... that has a cd balanced on his head and he throws it <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, th- there's something about like those original designs that they're just like mm. yeah yeah th- that's th- that's th- th- these characters host these mini games and you know n- we've now had like close to 10 WarioWare games featuring all these characters some of them are awful um, uh, I, I'm, yeah. but I'm, I'm considering, I'm considering buying the awful games and, and giving them a shot, even though I have owned that sounds them very and sold you. them. <laughs> oh man, I have gone so far on the deep end. I, uh, like, well, uh, to counter your point, I stayed up till 2am playing Deathloop and I was like, well, just, I should go to sleep. I should go. And I was just like, so my eyes are so red. I haven't been, uh, yep. punching, uh, cones, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you know, I, uh, always pass on grass, but yeah, no, I, uh, <laughs> I was just like playing and playing and playing and was just like, holy shit, I got to go to bed. It is like, yeah, it's like Hades. It's like anything. You get in a loop and you start like, it's so sick. It's like if Hades was a first person shooter. I heard that like- And the characters are as rich. Like it's all about the plot as well. It's like a really good plot. You start learning about everyone and it's kind of like if Chris Nolan made like a, a first person shooter. Like, it is one I heard of the most cinematic games I've played just based on character and plot. Like, it's so well oh, acted. Exciting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, um, in WarioWare Gold... It's never In WarioWare Gold, you play a minigame where um, <laughs> you have to put two fingers up Wario's nose. Okay, okay. <laughs> you, you, uh, you can see why I lost two hours to that last night. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, Deathloop... I, I heard that it's not, like, a, a as roguelike-y as um, Returnal is. Like, you, it's a lot easier to... You have, like, a currency that you can buy... Yeah. Things that you can then keep with you as you yeah. loop through and over yeah. and over again. Not like um, loot box, like purchase, like within the game, like there are things yep. you can collect. Like, yeah, you can collect like a, a, yeah, a currency and then you decide what you want. But it's like, it's cool because you'll finish a level with like 30 and you'll usually have enough for one or two. So you have to make some like decisions and you call ones and the ones you call create more currency for you. 
So you're like, oh, that's fun. fuck, I really want that gun. It's like a legendary gun or whatever. It has like good stats. I've got to sacrifice these really good things as well in order to keep it. So then each time you restart, you start like loading up with your favorites and stuff. It's really good. And you can decide yeah, so- what to start your levels with. You have like a, um, you have like an arsenal. So you can eventually collect like 20, every, like, you know, max of stuff. And then you start the level with like three. So you can really like pick and choose. I got a great sniper rifle last night, which I don't use a lot. But I need it for some tasks and I ended up using it last night to take down somebody that was like far away and kind of morphing around like or invisible. And yeah, it was really good. That sounds great. And I'm yeah, playing a like lot the, of it as the... stealth. It's got a lot of Metal Gear Solid vibes, like the way you will like five, like the way you approach a mission and you get to do it again and again until you feel like you've got it right. However, this time it's like directly tied to the plot, like dying is part of the game. And you've been you've been training for this game. Uh, you, you, you've played oh, yeah. seven so you've played and finished seven Halo games in two months. I've played the canonical just- Halo uh, games, as I told your son yesterday, via Electronic Mail, which we'll get into. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I've, I've recently uh, got an Xbox Series S, or as I call it, uh, the Xbox Series Master Chief Collection, and have sat down and just played in, I believe in order, yeah, all the Halo mainline games. None of the like dog shit real-time strategy ones. And I'm only saying dog shit because, like, no one wants to play that shit on a console. Like, those are meant for PCs. You know what I mean? <laughs> but upon finishing Halo... Yeah, and you, well, then you I finished and I was like, me. I'm ready for online gaming now. And Halo 5 Guardians has, like, you know, still what I thought was a healthy online gaming community. But it's like a six-year-old game. So, you know, uh, a lot of these people have left. They've gone into greener pastures. They're, they're probably playing the beta for Halo Infinite, which is out in like two months. So it's feeling like, you know, I was connecting to games and lobbies and it would take sometimes like five, six minutes and you could fit in two rounds within that time. And it was just like, you were waiting more than you were playing. And that's a problem when it comes to hardcore gamers like myself, you know, you were, <laughs> I could only drink four monster energy drinks in that lobby span. You know, I, the, I, the, I, the, pri- the prime minister actually called you upon your completion of the seventh Halo game and said, congratulations. You're a real gamer now. Oh yeah. The queen, me. queen sent me a letter. Um, Joe Biden, <laughs> Joe Biden now calls me master chief. <laughs> hey, wow. Look at this master chief. Back in my day. Wow. It's master John over there. If you ain't Master Chief, you ain't voting for me. <laughs> hey, Kamala's kind of like my Cortana. You know, she always talking in my ear, giving me advice. <laughs> I know that's not that good. <laughs> They're usually better. In the pra- look, I'm, 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 I, don't, I don't care what your uh, what your Joe Biden says. I just I just love to hear it. <laughs> yeah, those. Yeah, maybe Kamala Harris as um, Cortana. That's another fan art commission we can just yell and end up getting tweeted in this week. Joe Biden as Master Chief and Kamala Harris as Cortana. You know, it probably exists. Um, but yeah, I was really itching for online gaming. I've got some headsets, you know, I've got the pro controllers going around. And so... Uh, You've got the Nintendo voice chat app. I've got the Nintendo app. Yeah, I've got Splatoon. My, I'm a squid. I'm a kid. Everything's checking out. <laughs> and then, yeah, I... Uh, Bit the bullet and jumped in on um, Call of Duty, Black Ops Cold War, the newest entry on PS5. As it was um, something like sixty percent off was like fifty dollars down from one hundred and forty or whatever the <laughs> PS5 game prices are. And let me tell you, uh, business is booming. I'm I, I'm headset on, I'm lights off, I do not disturb mode on, and I am calling 
six-year-olds the f word on the road <laughs> actually no it's on xbox it's on playstation i'm not i'm i'm just i'm not calling them that that that, that is strictly resigned for xbox oh, yeah right that's what that's the only one you got the pass for i have other slurs yeah yeah no. <laughs> sony, sony approved slurs sony approved slurs well you know what um my username is Bustin Offman on PlayStation. It is considered a bad... It's funny, Xbox won't allow it. Not because someone else has it, they say it's like a offensive name. <laughs> so I was, yeah. I was trying to have Bustin Offman and they're like, no, this, this, there are words and a sequence of letters in here that deem this name offensive. So Sony is actually more liberal in that, uh, in that area. <laughs> they're okay with you Bustin Yeah, off. I've just been playing the shit out of Call of Duty online, which is like... It's like... It's... it's, it's, it's yeah, I mean, who would have thunk it? You know me, character arc, always always saying, I will never do this, I hate this, and then going, well, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> the pandemic you'll, be, really- you'll be playing FIFA by the end of the year. You know what? That I, I know, yeah, I'll never do that. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> I famously like killing people more than kicking balls. It's a known I mean- fact. I play Forza Horizon every single week now. Well, look, here's the thing. If I played um, Metroid Federation Force, I am certain that, I, that that would be the gate. That is like the Halo gateway to then playing FIFA. But no, because yeah. Halo doesn't have a soccer mode. <laughs> like, um, what was it? Is it Metroid Federation Force? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. It has a soccer mode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, then I would be playing FIFA. I did give up on my Metroid quest. I was going to try and play the four canonical... canonical Metroid games before um, oh, man. Dread it's came so out. It's so funny. I saw the, um, you know, when you fire up the Switch and you get like the gaming news screen before you jump into the yep. menu, there was one that was like, learn about Metroid. And I was like, this would be funny. I, I just love seeing like marketing people try to like <laughs> sell stuff. And you clicked on it and it's like, here are all the Metroid games so far. And it had them all in order. It was like Metroid on NES. It would have a little like bio. It's like debuted in 1988, the first blah, blah, you know, coined. You know, uh, the first Metroidvania type game, like all of that. And then, <laughs> just reminded me how dog shit Nintendo is. That you couldn't play any of them. It just said, like, Super NES, and then it went through all of them. And then at the bottom, there was, like, you can play some of these titles on NES Online. And it's just like, oh, man, it's, it's it was so shitty. It was just, like, they're promoting a series that, like, get to know Metroid before you play Dread but you can play 20% of the titles that they're talking about when they Less. own I mean, all you, of you, them. You can, you can only play the first Metroid game on NES and then Super Metroid on, on the SNES, on the, on the online services. Nothing else is playable on the Switch right now. And you can even click directly to those games. It was only a link to NES and SNES online. And then I think... Yeah, of course. Play. Then you had yeah, to yeah. find the game for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was heinous. I'm like, you just, you're better, better off pretending uh, Metroid is a new franchise. Like, Wii U, yeah. though. Wii, Wii U, you can play original Metroid, Super Metroid, Zero Mission, and Metroid Fusion. And Any of the Prime. the Prime... All the Prime games, because the Prime collection is, uh... is available on the eShop. So if you have a Wii U, you can play every... Every Metro game, except you, yeah, except Federation Force. That shit is insane. The lack of consistency. Yeah. But man, I tell you what, I have been enjoying COD. Uh, the reason being, like, it's it's an evil machine, and I'm a cog in it. But it's just like, you know, they churn one out every year, then everyone jumps ship and abandons the the, the version prior to it and is playing that mode generally, or the like most recent two modes, and. Yeah, it, it makes sense because, you know, I guess they pour all their evil microtransaction money into upgrades and stuff like that. But I think I came on at a good point. It's like the final season, I think, before the new one's out. So it's like featureful. Yeah. The man, I, 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 I am having fun with it. I'll now pick it up and go, I've got 10 minutes. I'll jump on and play a quick six, 
seven minute game. What what's your weapon of choice? Um, I have a loadout with like a machine gun and a shotgun, but I've been uh, subbing out the secondary weapon, the shotgun, for a knife, and I'll be just running around, sneaking up and like knifing cunts, knifing, knifing tweens, knifing tweens. Yeah, it's good. And then um, just going. Yeah, I did that, but it's fun. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's like it was kind of funny. I watched a nine eleven documentary on the weekend. Um, <laughs> You know, I was like... <laughs> to get in the COD mood. Yeah, I needed some motivation. I was like, I, you know, I like video games with character work. And I was like, I need some, I need some um, motivation. But no, um, you know, it's, it's, I, for those who don't know, 9-11 was quite horrific. Uh, on <laughs> display of events that America could have avoided, um, but chose not to. Um, you know, it's a bit of an Ouroboros situation. They, you know, trained the Afghan uh, people, the Taliban, that then, you know, kept Al-Qaeda safe. And then they uh, flew planes into several buildings. Uh, I want that- you, I want someone to finance the Angus Truscott 9-11 documentary. Oh, yeah. I mean, that can be... <laughs> and that can you be the narrating, next- <laughs> you narrating an what entire I think movie while, while playing COD. <laughs> They're like, I was like, uh, I don't really know the COD controls or like whatever. They're different to Halo. Halo famously changes controls every game. Uh, you know, they're like 20 plus years. So you can even run in like the first five Halo games <laughs> or first six. <laughs> like it was so slow and sluggish. It was like N64 hours. But uh, jumped in and I was like, you know what? I'll play the campaign for a bit just to kind of get a feel. Uh, the campaign is like more homoerotic than the Fast and Furious movies. It is so just, like, buff dudes hanging out in, like, bunkers talking about, like, plans and stuff. It's Isn't so... Nixon in it? Uh, Reagan... Ronald Reagan's in it, and he's, Ronald like... Ronald Reagan is, my bad, not Nixon. Yeah, and, like, someone introduces you, and Ronald Reagan's like, I know who he is, or something like that. It's, like... <laughs> it's so funny, man. It's, it's like that scene at the start of that shitty, um... Transformers movie where like JFK is talking about Transformers on the moon. You just like, I can see how a 14 year old would be like getting erections over this alternate history, but it is just like so shocking and funny. <laughs> what, like, which 14 year old even knows who Reagan is? Uh, I don't know. A, a Republican, I guess. <laughs> uh, me, I would have known. Um, a modern history buff. But yeah, it's really funny. And then you're playing the levels and they're just like dog shit. And then one level is like, <laughs> You, you you have like flashbacks they're like hey uh character remember that time we were in nam because this is like set in the 80s and then you play a level of you in vietnam <laughs> but it was like quite horrific i was just in like a helicopter just torching like a Viet Cong village and i had to turn it off because i just watched this 9-11 doco where like you see like america fail an occupation and just like you know people kill them and everyone dying and america basically fucking up but this game was just like hey vietnam that was a real trip huh and you're just like in a helicopter literally in like a village like it looked like a fishing village just like shooting up people's houses and like you know in the game the Viet Cong are the villains but they won like you know they kicked America's ass they were the you know George Lucas was inspired by them they were the Ewoks the the locals who rised up against the evil empire uh they're not short and furry though some probably are um, but yeah, okay, I also I also want an Angus Truscott does Vietnam documentary too. Oh, <laughs> Angus Truscott comparing Vietnam to Star Wars. Me on history, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, Palpatine was based off um, Richard Nixon. That's that all of all of it's based on like American history. But yeah, it was uh, 
I was just, I had to turn it off and I never thought that would like be something I would do. Like, I was like, damn, this is actually fucked. I felt like sick playing it. I was like, I didn't like it. And I don't know if it was because I did binge like this new five part nine 11 series. And what's it I, called? Uh, turning point. It's on Netflix. It's like, right. you know, interviews with all of the big players who are still alive. <laughs> Steve Renazzi, or whatever his name is. Yeah, from, uh, Steve. Uh, from the league, he's there. Seth MacFarlane. Um, someone, it, it got bumped, obviously, it was the uh, the big 20-year anniversary of, uh, of, of the, the, the anniversary uh, celebration of, uh, of September 11 last week, and um, someone bumped on Twitter <clears throat> the, the illustration that the... Um, is the Italian comic book artist Marlo Minara did for September 11? Mm. Have, you, have you seen that? I don't think so. Oh man, it's it's the best. There were it was um, so a my, really good day for Twitter. There was a lot of good shit getting bumped. Um, I saw one so, that was like Alec Baldwin in twenty eleven being like, Did we get bin Laden? Or do you think Osama bin Laden was behind September eleventh? <laughs> Something like that, you know, when celebrities were just like buck wild on Twitter. Yep. Um yeah. so Milo Minara <clears throat> uh, uh is a um you know Sex he's, he's Erotic um, comic comic. Oh, so he's artist. a sex pest. There you go. Yeah, sure. Well, he's um, just a very, ta- very talented one. Yeah, exactly. A very Italian um, I'm, one. I'm, so I'm sending you his his September 11 tribute. Um, it's so fucking funny. He got this is a guy that got in trouble for um, doing a um, a variant of a new like you know feminine focused um, Spider Woman comic book cover, and it was like Spider Woman. Oh, I remember that. He, yeah, and it's like her, like kind of like with her legs splayed open on a rooftop or something like that. Yeah, like webbing between her um, Majora labia. <laughs> um, and I've just seen just sent you his September 11 artwork. Can you can you see it? No, I, I, I texted it through to you. Oh, oh, oh yeah. You get to watch. You get to, get to look at look at it on your watch. Yeah, this is the way. This is just what Bin Laden wanted. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I've seen that. That's sick. So it's like a, a very, very like alluringly like you know like it's yeah. like a, it's, it's it's a lot less horny than his regular artworks, but we have like a um, it looks like a fashion uh, magazine, doesn't it? Like yeah, it's like a fashion a girl, magazine spread. A girl leaning up against a window, you know, with a midriff showing, <laughs> looking alluringly at the camera, and yeah. behind her is one of the planes about to crash into the t- into the tower that she's in. Could happen to anyone. <laughs> yeah, I love like that. September 11, but make it sexy. Uh, yeah, the Bin Laden, the Alec Baldwin tweet was Alec Baldwin. Do you think Bin Laden was behind 9-11? Question mark. <laughs> just, when did he post that? Like in 2011. No, 2011, just like, right. yeah, just, just thinking about it, I guess. <laughs> Truly wild. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, the, no one really buy, even though they, they, they put a lot of money into making the single player campaign in COD games. No one really plays them for that. It's the no. multiplayer experience, right? Yeah, I was speaking to some people that? that... Oh, look, it's fine. It's like what you expect. It's just like a, the Monster Energy drink version of Wars. It's like... <laughs> but, but, like, it's funny. I, you see, like... I, I kept thinking about how, like, eSport people, like, train and, like, treat this, like, really seriously. But, like, um, you know, and this sounds very boomer of me, but I'd really like love to see them get conscripted and like actually go to war. Like, because like, you know, they're running around and doing things like jumping six foot and stuff that like regular people can't do. <laughs> it's funny. It's like, it's, it's like paintball, I guess it's fun, but it's, I, 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 it is 
funny to think about the people that like treat it really seriously and like use it as like a war simulator and it's like you know i keep thinking of like how senators and stuff are like yeah these games turn people into shooters it's like no they don't like (laughs) at all (laughs) like if anything it just turns you racist and homophobic (laughs) and also it helps you develop kidney stones but yeah look it's like this pandemic has had a lot of crazy effects and mine is i'm actually purchasing a mainline call of duty game and, then and I don't know anyone the sky's who owns the this. limit there. Yeah, I don't know anyone who owns this either. So it wasn't like out of like I own it. I own it. I've never played it though. Oh yeah, it wasn't like out of a oh shit, I want to play with you. It was just like uh, it was on sale. It's the only one that's optimized for like current gen systems. Um, fuck it, I don't want to play an old gen version. Plus, like you know, I was in some forums and they're like, never buy an older version because it's going to get like less support because they are constantly supporting like three or four versions and they always like drop one off. But yeah, it's like dog shit. I know it, but it's like a really like nice looking piece of shit. No, like nothing is as popular as COD because it's a bad. It's bad. Like I oh, mean, though the campaign. Had- I meant the campaign's dog. Oh, the campaign is shit. Yeah, oh, gotcha. the multiplayer is like genius. Like I just was playing it, and uh, several times uh, I've had friends join, and I, you know, I sound so stupid because I know a large chunk of the our listeners are like, yeah, we know. But, like, I just kept thinking of the Nintendo experience and, like, how you have to, like, get their mother's maiden name. You have to, like, send off your, like, DNA, both of the people you want to play. Like, you and yourself to, like... 36-digit code. Yeah, you have to send it off to 23andMe, find out you're, like, ancestrally not related. Then you're allowed to talk for, like, (laughs) five minutes at a time through, like, nine apps. But I was just like, oh, and this one I can just see in a lobby all of the different versions even of COD that my friends are playing and jump into like any game immediately with them with like no questions asked. No, like, yeah, I was just like, damn, it is, it is a reason, like it is a better social network than like Facebook and like Twitter and stuff. Like it was, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Cause if you don't like an opinion they're sharing, you can shoot them in the back of the head. 100% the way it should be. <laughs> but yeah, fuck, um, so you, you, that, you've been playing, playing COD. <laughs> COD, Deathloop. Have you managed to finish the WarioWare story campaign? No, I'm playing it uh, with someone else. So I felt like I was cheating on them when I was playing it by myself. Although it is easy by yourself because there is that overcooked factor where like you have to chat and communicate when you're playing with someone else. Yes. And I actually, that makes the game a lot more fun, I think. Just going like, oh, you go yeah, left. Or, oh, insane. I'll do this one. I'll do the windmill rotation or you do this. And yeah, I do like that. It makes the game more fun. By yourself, it's just not as fun. Uh, I really like it. Uh, like on, on yourself, that's when you challenge yourself. That's when you go like full totally. arcade brain. Yeah, and you just concentrate on getting that score as high as you possibly can. There's heaps of shit you can unlock once you... um, Like completely pointless, unimportant shit. What the fuck was that? That was a banana and coffee burp. Sorry. Jesus. We are recording in the breakfast. Yeah. We are recording a breakfast, breakfast zone. Yeah. That's 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 the Angus Truscott And you know what? Special, uh, right? it, it, it might be a bit of a McSpicy. I had my first McSpicy last night because uh, our plans were changed. What's a McSpicy? It is McDonald's Zinger. Oh. Yeah. They're doing fried chicken now, right? Like, there's, a, there's yeah, like one, uh, one McDonald's in, in, in Sydney. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do want to get back to Wario, but we have to just... While, while, while we're on this train, we have to ride it. Um, you can get fried chicken at one McDonald's in Sydney? Yeah, Waterloo. And it looks like they serve it or the option is with hotcakes. That's, that's a pretty big vibe. Yeah, and I think it's within my LGA. Well, it's within my five k radius. So, I, honestly, not... I think if you got pu- if you got pulled over, you could just let them know, like you know, your manifesto. The oh, I'll show them version. my PSN and just go. I actually play Call of Duty. I'm fine, and they're like, "Come through, sir." <laughs> 
I've actually finished seven Halos. <laughs> yeah, I finished. Yeah. I finished seven Halos, and I've bought a Call of Duty, and I'll go this way, please. Sir. Come on. Yeah, they sorry. Just, just show show them your letter from the Queen. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sir. We didn't understand. We didn't know it was you. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then they'll ask me to tell them a nine eleven fact. Um, but yeah, so WarioWare, um, you know, I, I went through all the other, all the older games, but it's always, it's almost like a tech demo for the system. It used to be anyway, like, you know, you were seeing get... a lot of parallels with COD and, uh, WarioWare, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, like Call of Duty touched on the, on the Nintendo DS. Yeah. Yeah. Evil <laughs> Italian, uh, dictator, um, you know, it all, it all lines up. That would be amazing if they ever released Call of Duty, get it together next year. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick. You play as all, all, all the presidents, like chibi yeah. versions of the presidents on screen. And you have to like, you know, get them to like pull back the trigger on, on these ginormous guns. That'd be mad. Um, Call of Duty get it yeah, together like you, is sick. <laughs> Call of Duty so touched, usually, twisted. Yeah, let's, should we call the episode Call of Duty get it together? Yeah, for sure. Um, so we, um, yeah, like the, all of the... Like when when the the DS came out, they put out WarioWare Touch, which is all mini games that utilize the touch screen. Mm. They do smooth mo- smooth moves on the Wii, which is like you know using the Wii mode. It's all motion based games. <clears throat> and when the DSi came out, <clears throat> which was um, the first Nintendo handheld system with a camera, um, there's there was this di- downloadable version of WarioWare, which I revisited last night. Mm. Man, it is. So bad. It's called it WarioWare Snaps. Where, I think I remember it was the first time you could uh, send unsolicited dick pics in a WarioWare game, right? I didn't know that, but I'll, I'll see if that feature still Well, I mean, you've available. got the camera there, you know. Uh, who do you think was the first person at Nintendo to take a picture of their dick? I think it was Donkey Def- Kong or Shigeru Miyamoto. I think they sent to, sent to each other at the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah, but... Uh, so, I, I, I was... I was um, surprised when mm. you know get it together isn't like the you know first i thought we would get it as a launch title like a, a WarioWare game instead of one two switch i mean if you were way a smart, more sense. yeah if you're an intelligent company that made you know. intelligent systems make these games yeah that's uh you, you yeah you, you're picking up what i was putting down but if you were an intelligent uh you know japanese company who happened to be in the the, the, the 200 year old business of making games uh yeah you would do that but <laughs> nintendo uh do what no one don't <laughs> whatever that um so now instead we're getting it four and a half years <clears throat> into the console's lifespan mm. um and uh it's not really like I, I guess you could argue that like yeah the fact that you are encouraged to play it with a second person for the first time like that is the kind of the true nature of the switch you know you have mm. the console comes with two controllers either side of it so that that's the gimmick of of this console that that WarioWare is building upon. But yeah, mm. there's no like there's no like haptic feedback based games that utilize the HD rumble, like all that kind of stuff. It's just like you know, yeah, you you can play all the mini games, the micro games with uh, with two players. And not only that, but you have like a cast of twenty different characters from the entire series of WarioWare. And like as a like as a outed fan of this franchise and the characters within it, it was like crack to me to unlock them all um especially like once you hit like the there's like an an end point but then you keep going and you keep unlocking four more characters who aren't on the main artwork for this and the last two were just such joyful moments for me that i felt like almost embarrassed to be experiencing the level of joy i was from unlocking them are they known nintendo characters 
they're known WarioWare characters. And the oh, final okay. one you... The final character you unlock is the reason the Wario... Like, the, 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 the plot reason the WarioWare games exist to begin with. Wow. Because in all these games, Wario... Is just like a, a, a shithead that wants, you know, he, he, that's his true nature. He wants to get rich. And at the beginning of the first ever Wario game on GBA, um, he sees a news report saying that video game sales are huge. Um, and then he's like, oh, I want to make my own games then. And that's the entire plot point of all these games. It's just him trying to make cheap, shitty games and make as much money off them as possible. He is EA. Um, and, yeah, he is. And, but- yeah. Um, and yes, he's still, and that's still like you know that's the plot of this one. He's, he's you know unveiling his big new game project, and then him and all of his—they're not really his friends because they're just kind of forced to work for him. And then he takes all their money every single game. They learn nothing. These people, it but is they all EA. get sucked into the game. Yeah, yeah, they get Activision. sucked into his game. They get cheapified. Um, they, oh, actually, um, those, like, cute little versions. Activision I, 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 are the I, I, ones that make Call of Duty. Uh, EA yes. make Battlefield. Uh, just in yeah. case. And FIFA. And FIFA. Yeah. Um, I but when I remember when I when they first revealed the WarioWare get it together at the um, uh, Nintendo Direct that um, that some of our friends uh, were suicidal uh, because of for, for many weeks after it aired. Um, I remember like looking at the, the the character designs of the Wario characters and going like, oh, they kind of look shit like in that weird three D like cute version. But because of there's so many different art styles as you play the micro games, it actually you would lose because you have to actually physically control the characters. Mm in the micro games you would lose control of it if they didn't look the way they did so mm. it's a it's a smart smart decision to make them look like that um there's also a ton of multiplayer modes like like more, I think more than 10 i think that you mm. unlock once you beat the story campaign and um you know, like you think i'm obsessed with warioware both my kids are just like can we play warioware again today and they're like the the party modes are like utter chaos and there's even like a like a super smash brothers light version where you play as all the different characters you unlock in in the WarioWare story campaign except it swaps every 30 seconds. Oh wow. So you, and all the characters are like it's so different to control like you know Wario can like move around cuz he's wearing a jetpack and then he has his like trademark barge move where he like pushes forward and knocks NOS. in front of him out of the way. His Wario's NOS. His NOS button, that's right. Mm. But then you can play as like a character who's more like platformer who can jump, then there's one who's like con- permanently stuck to the ground that throws things. Um, there's one you unlock much later, which controls completely differently where she has a, um, a big, uh, like a, a water, like a big jar, like a, a flask of water. And depending on which direction you point the, the joystick water flows out in that direction. And that's how you push her around the stage. Yeah, um, wow. It's a huge learning curve and it's completely chaotic because you can actually, once you've unlocked everyone, you can just set it to random and try and beat all these micro games using characters that are not suited to, the micro games that you're being given. It's, it's, it's so fun. I think the replay value on this, like if you're into the concept, I can get why, why you wouldn't be, especially when you know that like the story campaign is like two, three hours to, to get through. But the replayability for an idiot like me is, is infinite. And so I'm a, uh, I really like this game a lot. We really do be the two genders, COD and WarioWare. Don't <laughs> Yeah. I like, and like I said, like I've gone full, like Wario pilled, garlic peeled um <laughs> and yeah, I, I kept I just, thinking I, well, every time you say garlic in the game i kept thinking it was dog shit <laughs> <laughs> there's also a lot of shits in this game oh so. okay yeah they are i guess they are very similar looking things aren't they golden turds yeah there's a mm. at one point you, you you get given a golden toilet roll 
um, as like That's a nice. as like a piece of treasure. Um, yeah, I, I, I replaying the first game. There is one mini game where you have to um, point, like it's going back and forth, and it's a um, uh, like a little jet from a um, a Japanese toilet. Um, what are they called again? A bidet. So you have to stop. Uh, yeah. Stop a bidet jet beneath an anus, which is represented as like a pink starfish, and then then water sprays out from it and cleans the, the pink starfish. Fuck so this yeah. is like a, it, it's it's always been so obsessed with shitting and and boogers and like all that great shit. Um, and I, I I'm, I'm I'm so happy that there's a new one out and there's like online there's like one online mode. I wish there were more. That's like my biggest criticism that like I wish I could play all these dumb multiplayer modes with you mm. um, because it's there's 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 one mode called like um, I can come up. over if you want me to and play it outside in the car. <laughs> Just yeah, that's great. You. Perfect. Yeah, we're, we're allowed. What if we if we, if we do it on a, on a on a on a picnic? I think that's allowed. We're allowed to picnic in Sydney now. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, you're allowed. I'm, I'm, my LGA is allowed two hours of picnicking every day. <laughs> oh, okay. I think uh, is that like two hours that everyone has to do at the same time, or uh, you're, I'm, I'm allowed to infinitely exercise. Like, there's no there's no limit on how much outdoor exercise I can, I can do a day. Mm. But I'm allowed two hours of outdoor recreation as well. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate 2021. Um, but. Not only have I gone apeshit replaying all the Wario games from from days past, I've also it's 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 like a franchise that hasn't been given much love in the way of merch. Um, so I've been trying to track down every piece of Wario wear merch I can, and let me tell you, as someone that knows, you know how how difficult it's been to find every piece of Son of the Mask. Oh, I was about to say I'm, I'm I'm mere meters from a crate full of Son of the Mask merchandise. There is so much more Son of the Mask merchandise than there is of Wario in general, which is a huge crime that yeah. we have like these these characters that have like backstory and lore and like you know so many re- repeat visits in, in in video games that have never had a plush nay a, a me figure made made of them. Um, so I guess what I'm saying, Angus, is should I pay fifty dollars to buy a Ashley from WarioWare Club Nintendo exclusive washcloth? Of course, on dude. eBay. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I bought. Um, I got badges off the off the Australian My Nintendo website using the platinum points that I get. How much by is this shit? Three hundred platinum points, baby. Uh, I've been replaying Mario What's Run a platinum every day. Point worth? So it sounds like you're actually, it's funny, I was, you know, we were making fun of, like, Activision and shit for their microtransactions, but you are, you are double-clicking oh, yeah, feverishly. That's, that, that's the the secret of HeyFam, is that, like, we always make it out like you're the crazy one. Oh, I'm the, <laughs> I, I'm famously the sanest. <laughs> I paid uh, I paid $30 to get the, um, the Polish, um, uh, like, day one purchase prizes that you got which is like a a, a, a keyring of a metal keyring of wario picking his nose oh, very That's, cool. in, in a week that'll be mine angus and some stickers of all my favorite wario wear characters and a tote bag um, why the hell not yeah uh, I'm, I'm i'm this is my uh, my cry for help my my wah for help you're just gonna start making your kids be like dressing them like warrior wear characters, your wife, and just basically being a cruel leader uh, who's interested in only one thing: money. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, warrior wear get it together is my donda. Oh, in fact, what that it? T- 
there were, I could there I were, could speak about it forever. Oh yeah, there, there are. St- I guess Wario is quite a similar um, leader to Kanye West. You know, he's divisive. Yeah, I mean, that's your superpower is you can compare everyone to Kanye. Well, Kanye is a Renaissance man. You know, he's. <laughs> I just read this morning. You know, Todd Rundgren. Yeah, he was supposed to be on Donda. I don't want to work. He recorded parts for Donda. All day. Oh really? Yeah, and he wasn't on it. And he's just like, yeah, Kanye is like, he's like, no one. He's just like, yeah, I had to say, no, I'm stopping sending you things. <laughs> Cause why, why was Todd Rundgren, Rundgren meant to be on it? Um, 88 Keys, his friends with Todd Rundgren, apparently was like the middleman. <laughs> Which so is weird. in itself, uh, I, I don't know, that's my new 9-11 docker, why 88 Keys and Todd Rundgren are vibing. But he's like, yeah, Kanye isn't normal. Like, he is not just a music producer. He is someone who, you know, can have a stadium where he can just occasionally fly in people to do a verse that he won't use, like... It's kind of not normal. What the fuck? What? Todd Rundgren is Liv Tyler's dad? Oh, I thought it was Steve Tyler. Yeah. I th- it's Steve Tyler. No, Surely. It, no. It, Who told you that, Wario? Liv Rundgren Tyler. That's it. That's her name. <laughs> what? Oh, but you... Oh, okay. <laughs> Tyler was born... Liv Tyler was born Liv Rundgren in... So when does she become... She's the only daughter of... What? Oh, okay, okay, no. What the fuck? How is it? Okay, so maybe the girl, she's the only daughter of Baby Buell and Steven Tyler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my This has broken my brain. I don't understand. Okay, from 1972 to 1979, mm. her mum lived with Tom Rundgren. And then in 1976, she became pregnant from Steven Tyler. Oh, okay. <laughs> um... Oh my god, I didn't know this. On July 1st, 1977, Liv Tyler was born and she named her daughter Liv Rundgren and claimed that Todd was the biological father. Shit happens. This is crazy. Maybe yeah. maybe there were like Kanye was like this, this beef between me and Drake is nothing um, compared to the beef between Liv Tyler, sorry, Steve Tyler and um and yeah. Todd Rundgren. Real know your enemy vibes like I need to figure out more <laughs> love children. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Um. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So Angus, um... Mm. Yesterday, a uh, a very important trailer dropped, hit the internet, and uh, that is the trailer. Well, a couple oh, yeah. of trailers hit in the last week. We've got the the new Matrix Resurrections trailer and the Hawkeye uh, series trailer. Hawkeye, mm. of course, um, the canonical, uh, factual, hey fam, favorite Avenger. Uh, yeah, favorite Avenger, by- and always a seat at our problematic hey fam uh, dinner party uh, that we always uh, constantly wonder who will it invite. Uh, it is for better or worse, a lady free zone. I know people in the past have said that's sexist. I actually think it's for their best interest, given the people who are at these yeah, yeah. events, like what, what we are doing there is actually white knighting, uh, people. We are saying, do not come to this dinner party. You do not want to, uh, get a, uh, like an RSVP for Camp Renner. You know, you do not want no, that's, Kevin that's Smith. In my- in crying. my mind, that's who. That's who's. That's who's. That's where the the, the dinner is happening. It's at Camp Renner. It's at Camp Guy Renner. Fieri is, is cooking. cooking the meal. Guy Fieri is the least problematic and is has zero problematic uh, bones in his body. In but, fact, yeah. maybe, maybe we should protect him. No, I maybe think he cancels out the bad like energy at these events. <laughs> right. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's Camp Renner. Uh, guys in the kitchen. He's cooking up. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's well. That's that's made me feel very happy. Just that imagery. For a minute, I thought that I thought for a minute I thought we could actually make that happen. Um, um, yeah, so we got a new the, the trailer for Hawkeye, which I thought was going to get bumped to next year, but it's coming out in November. And not only that, but it, is, it is crazy. We have out, four Marvel series this year, including What If Five. What with What If? Oh, what is it? There's like One Division. Oh, yeah. Fuck. That's 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 a lot. And like, yeah, I mean, we, I feel like we, we're, we're going to get that with Star Wars too. Like there is going to be a point where there's going to be five Marvel TV shows and five Star I, Wars TV shows. I don't know if they will. I think with Star Wars, they found out people can't take a lot of Star Wars as we found with Solo um, immediately, like four months after The Last Jedi. And I do think that they won't be doing that. I think like the, 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 the fact there are no movies coming out anytime soon is like, I reckon one or two series a year, if that. But I, they announced like, 12 tv series yeah but there's no timeline i think okay. it's like very yeah i don't think they'll be like one ends then one begins i think they're going to be my my, my thought is they're gonna be very like they'll wait for you to get hungry for star wars again i mean remember that like i could never have predicted how people i thought star wars had kind of like lessened in like pop culture value before the force awakens was announced but i just remember like the fever around it they won't recreate that but i do think they want to tap into like people going, oh, yeah, I miss Star Wars, as opposed to another Marvel movie. What do you know? You know what I mean? And I think they found yeah. that, like, general audiences are fine with having four or five Marvel releases a year because it's kind of what people have come to know. I think doing that with Star Wars was just foreign. Like, Star Wars was always, like, years or decades apart in some instances. And yeah, with Marvel, there's, like, a slew of characters which you could pick from. It's true with Star Wars, but, you know, every creator's obsessed with that fucking family. So <laughs> I think people were just like, yeah, I don't think we will. But having said that, uh, Star Wars Visions... Star Wars WandaVision drops next week, which I am so excited oh, about. Come with us next week. That's awesome. Did you see the... um? StarWars.com did, like, an official, like, here are some of the episodes and characters and stuff we'll be getting. 
Uh, yeah, I just looked at like yeah, like some some of the episodes are going to be like thirteen minutes long, others are going to be longer. Yeah, they introduce really some characters, and it sounds like, and I'm I'm so excited by this. It's not canon. It's just like little what ifs type of situation. Though if it is canon, that's cool. But there were some that were just like, I think it kind of went out of its way to kind of say these aren't what happens. They're just interpretations. But there was one about like a lightsaber smith's daughter and who wants to be a jedi just like i was like damn production ig all these like great companies and animation studios behind it who like love star wars i just got like so fucking pumped for it yeah that's sick um so the new hawkeye trailer to go back to something oh yeah uh Um, avengers uh lost in new york (laughs) yeah it, it, it it's very home alone 2 vibes um as uh Jeremy Renner, aka Hawkeye, how he's like he's in he's in New York with his kids and uh, having a grand old time when he sees a familiar celebrating face the, the uh, death of his wife, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Linda Cardellini's not in it for some reason. Um, but and we do know that everyone who gets close to Hawkeye, like, there's a pretty good chance they'll die. Oh, yeah. As we yeah, as we've discussed, Black Widow, before, Quicksilver, yeah, his superpower. His kids at the beginning of, of Infinity of uh, Endgame. Now go out of your way to tell you that Hawkeye has no superpowers, but we know deep down his superpower is killing those near him, uh, be it best friends, uh, families, or um, entire races in some instances. <laughs> um, so yes, uh, someone has started posing as Ronan which was the, uh, the, the the mantle that he took up uh, in between Infinity War and Endgame. The mantle um, I take up on Call of Duty where I kill only... <laughs> I pick a race and I go, today's the day. <laughs> today's the day I wipe out X. <laughs> um, so he sends his his kids on home and says, I got to stay in... New- Daddy's got to stay in New York. We're, we've got, we're opening a new Camp Renner franchise. <laughs> I'm actually... <laughs> right, we're, we're, right under we're, the Rockefeller Center, baby. <laughs> yeah, we're doing our Camp Renner East Coast. <laughs> Right now, <laughs> Camp Camp Renner, um, Camp Renner Hamptons. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, because it's coming out at the end of the year, it's a Christmas the, uh, setting. Um, so it's like a, a snowy New York Christmas, and there is uh, it, it's really leaning in on like the city of New York, like no MCU property has. Like I know that like you know the Avengers movies are set in New York, but besides like them going to get. Euros after mm. uh, it never really feels particularly like I'm like you know New Yorkian. They're, they're way more um, in upstate New York than like New York, you know. It's like yeah, totally. Mm. But this is like yeah, like it's leaning into like Broadway. There is a Cap- a Steve Rogers musical, um, mm. which if they nail it, that could be great. Like if oh it is. yeah, you, there's but me I, in the I, background I, 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 doing uh, 9-11 tours. <laughs> Um, but it, obviously, like the the biggest like point of uh, influence for this is the, the Hawkeye series by Matt Fraction and David Aja, mm. um, which uh, is great. But is also like a portrayal of Hawkeye that I could never see Jeremy Renner pulling off, just because he is just I don't know. He's not. He's he's even when he's trying to be jokey, he's he's way too kind of like like a dry, serious man. I don't know. But- I could kind of see it, especially in Age of Ultron, where he's kind of at the end and he's like. I shoot an arrow. Like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I don't That's know. True. I kind of see it. I don't think... Like, I, I, it, it's been funny re- revisiting all these, um, you know, rewatching Age of Ultron, Civil War, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, and realizing that at one point, Hawkeye was genuinely, like, one of my favorite characters in these movies. And just from, like, maybe spending too much time 
uh, talking about him with you and listening to his music, thinking Jeremy Renner sucks, <laughs> yeah, see, I, <laughs> and then going, it, he's only increased in uh, stock in my <laughs> in my mind. I'm ready to like him again. I hope they turn uh, they, they, they turn him into a, a really fun character in this. It I like that so. there's like I mean he's got a dog. You know he's he hangs out. With Lucky children. the pizza dogs here. You got the you got um, he's got children. Kate Bishop. Yeah. Um, and and then you've also got uh, it looks like he'll be taking care of an apartment building owned by Russians who may I hope so call him bro, which is the best part of the of the Matt Fraction series for me. He is um, hoping. There's a nude scene in that too. Uh, maybe, do you reckon we're going to get a uh, Jeremy Renner plunging through a glass window, stark naked? I mean, we can only hope. I believe uh, they could just use CCTV footage from Camp Renner if Jeremy's on you know unwilling to to. to to, to uh, get naked for the cam. Yeah. So that comes out, that starts, God, next month, uh, end of October. Is it? No, it's October or November. Maybe it's November. Mm. Um, oh, it's just it's loading up. Um, November 24th. So we're, we're, we're a while away from, from Hawkeye. But it's good to know that, that he's coming in the horizon. Um, he never of course, left. That wasn't the... That wasn't the only uh, trailer that we got in the last week. We got finally got the trailer. We talked about the teaser last week. But the the teaser was, of course, teasing the trailer, which dropped two days afterwards for Matrix Resurrections. Oh yeah, uh, and we've you know we, we've been we've been dabbling in uh, in Matrix fandom over the last few weeks, and this was the the, the straw that broke out the camel's back um, because what's the camel in was, this instance? The camel is um, us mm. spending the next twelve weeks talking about the Wachowskis. Hmm. I mean, because... for me, it was the Hideo Kojima tweet. Uh, who made oh, me right. go, Did... let's, let's oh, figure man. it. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that was like a genuine mistake or like like through like, like you know, language barrier? Or is he just oh, it's just idiot? Japanese people having no concept of uh, non-straight people. Yeah. I think like... To, to shame someone for that is stupid. Like, it's like... It's Hideo yeah, Kojima. yeah, I didn't give a shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can't yeah, go, yeah, like, totally. shame on Hideo Kojima for not knowing the correct pronouns. Like, I'm pretty Japanese, sure Japan, like, yeah. you know, kill gay people. I'm pretty sure. Like, I love Japan, but, you know, they are not the, the most uh, woke when it comes to non-straight... Uh, you know, they, 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 yeah, they, like, still frown down upon women in, like, certain roles. Like, yeah, there was that tweet where he's, like, you know, very excited for the new Matrix and spoke about how... The Wachowskis in here have like been intertwined for a while. I think they were huge fans of Metal Gear and whatever. But he says, uh, I was uh, with the sisters and then uh, brackets brothers at that time, which there's also like a childlike innocence, I think that. Yeah, yeah the, you are right. Yeah. No, it's not him being like, yeah. And that's not because I'm a fan. It's just like, you've got to take into account like, you know, how fucked the culture of Japan <laughs> is when it comes to like. <laughs> You know, it's fine to be sexual and like carry a, uh, you know, a love pillow on a train home after you've bought one in Akihabara. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But no, basically, you you know, uh, (laughs) he did dead name the Wachowskis, but it's also like... (laughs) Uh, They are friends, apparently. I I read that like, yeah, like... How could you not be? They were playing Metal Gear around the time of like when they were making the matrix sequels and like they they got to hang out in japan together um pretty pretty i was playing metal gear i'm basically a part of that conversation i was playing metal gear as they were (laughs) you know hanging out um so what did you think of uh the matrix resurrections trailer man it didn't do much for me like i'm a big fan oh shit really yeah i'm a big fan of the first matrix i think it's like you know a terrific terrific film uh 
it is one of the best films that I've seen like ever. <laughs> just like <laughs> it's just like you know, it, I I what I need to say about the Matrix. It's like yeah, it's been said before. It's incredible, but uh, the sequels famously are dog shit. Um, just like <laughs> you know, it's like someone trying to uh, roofie you with uh, first year student ph- philosophy student stuff i don't know it's just like everything that made the first matrix really cool is really absent in two and three they really bogged down in like you know philosophy and just like it's one of those ones where i know star wars copped a lot of flack for like not having a vision or shooting the sequels together and just kind of like passing a baton on but to me the matrix movies is what happens when like you do plan out too much and it's that weird you know when you have you ever seen like I mean, I guess there aren't too many, uh, but, you know, The Matrix is similar to Star Wars, I guess, in the sense it's not based off a text like Lord of the Rings, where it's quite easy to go, we'll shoot these three back to back. Here is a natural trilogy. But yeah, I think The Matrix feels weird Matrix. where it's like, it's got like the front end is like this great standalone movie, but then the last two like, are so dependent on one another and barely have anything to do with the first movie. And I think that's such an uneven way to do a trilogy. Like, it's like when you when you see like a collection of of novels and like the first the yes. first novel is like this really tight four hundred page yep. novel and then as the the sequels come out they get longer and longer and soon like yeah. you know the final book is like six times the the length of the first yeah one. The, the the final book is the length of the first five or it's like this trend now where it's like you know the final Twilight and Harry Potter movies they do part one and part two and you just yes, kind of like yeah, yeah. uh yeah to me the it's bloat. like. It's like that. It's just like, and they're, they're, they're so, basically all you need to know about the first Matrix is like, Neo is good and Agent Smith is bad. That's like all you need going into two and three. You know what I mean? They're just like this weird standalone bloated thing. Sure. Yeah. And I don't know. And you- they, I even remember watching as a teenager when I was like the, the, the peak demo for it and just like going, oh man, this sucks. Like, I do not like this movie. When was the last time you watched them? I watched Matrix 1 last year and I haven't watched 2 and 3 since like 2003 or 4. Yeah, I, so I never watched the third one. I only watched, I watched the first one, the second trailer, sorry. And second second Matrix movie. And I yeah, I really, uh, I didn't like it at the time. I was like 18 or something when, when that came out. Mm. Um, and I never watched the third one. But How many Wario were it, out? Uh, you know what? I don't think I don't think a single Wario where it came out when the, by the time the second... Yeah. So you, what I meant to say is you've actually watched the whole film. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I liked the trailer. I thought it was definitely like, hey, you remember how good the first Matrix was? Like, mm. this is like the For- Force Awakens vibes for, for the first Matrix know. movie. It worked with me for the Force Awakens. Uh, I don't know. This one just made me feel... I don't know. It just looked... I know that I'll probably like... It, there's a point to it all and everything, but it just looked like... The first two films, sorry, the first three films just, well, especially the first film, two and three kind of don't look as it. Uh, And I think that has a lot to do actually with the digital transfers. We've seen this in like funny YouTube rabbit holes about how like the Matrix isn't supposed to be as green looking as we have come to believe. It's just poor color grading. Uh, But the, the, you know, there's no leather. Um, It just didn't feel like the Matrix, like people were using iPads and like <laughs> phones with touch screens. And I don't know, something about that made me feel weird. I was like, this doesn't feel like <laughs> the Matrix. Like any shot from that trailer could have been a John Wick shot. I thought like nothing, yep. like he, he, all of the clothing they're wearing are breathable. And I was like, I don't like that. I want like S&M vibes. I want, I don't know. It just didn't feel like the Matrix to me. It just looked like 
kind of it looked like the hobbit to the lord of the rings movies like just shot on digital just like it just i don't know it did nothing for me i don't know and that sucks because i love the first matrix and i don't know these characters are dead like neo and trinity die in the third one or whatever so it's just spoilers i haven't seen it (laughs) (laughs) well obviously like no one dies in the matrix i think they die this is all from memory uh i really don't remember it but i remember it being like done and dusted and you know he's like a christ figure or whatever and then i don't know that's why it's so weird seeing them it just didn't have that like chewy we're home moment for me though it felt like the trailer was really trying hard but i was just like so um no just have like bullet time and like leather and then i'm yours and like a rage against the machine song or a rob zombie okay song. yeah sure you want the style as opposed to the force well, the, the song was such a weird choice it didn't even sound like the matrix it had a really weird song i remember yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it should have like that weird kind of like breakbeaty rock. Oh, totally. Influence. And I know yeah, that's yeah. been parodied, but I mean, also maybe, and this is me being like not wanting to sound negative, but maybe this is all by design. Maybe it's like not supposed to look like the Matrix. You know, maybe that's like part of the plot and it's like this galaxy brain move. But I don't know if a trailer to incite excitement would, would really fake for for like a franchise, which is on pretty wooden like uh, pretty shaky legs while there's a lot of goodwill for the first like there are more bad matrix movies than good matrix movies so maybe that's too much of a risk for them but yeah it did nothing for me i was bummed i was like ugh, it's like looks yeah it's funny because i guess the whole matrix is cyclical so it makes sense in universe to do a beat for beat of the first movie but i don't know it did nothing for me. He just looks like Keanu Reeves. You know what? I was thinking well, it, it looks would like be John great. Wick. Yeah, I was thinking it would be hilarious if it is just like he is Keanu Reeves and this is just society and he's it's like that extra level of like him being in the Matrix and him being Keanu realizing he's Neo. That would be a genius move to get really meta, but I don't know if that will be the case. So I just figured out why I didn't see the Matrix. Um, uh, what's the final one called again? Uh, revolutions. What? Which warrior? So, where was that? Well, so yeah, um, Matrix Reloaded came out in Australia in May two thousand three, and uh, Matrix um, Revolution came out at the end of uh, in, in November two thousand three. Do you know what happened in between those two events? No. In June two thousand three, WarioWare Inc. Mega Micro Games was released in Australia. <laughs> Say no more, fam. That's, that's where it all uh, begins. But what are you? You feeling good about it? Yeah, I'm feeling good about it. Like, I, 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 like you know, it helps having having very recently watched the first Matrix movie and kind of falling mm. in love with it again. Um, but, you know, I do want to revisit those sequels. And I and I think maybe forcing myself to get through them maybe will sour my my hype for this new one to come out. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's, it's surprising hearing you say how little it did for you because your idea... For the next uh, ten or so weeks, was for us in the lead up to the new Matrix movie coming out to watch everything by the Wachowskis. So well, Laura and Lily Wachowski. I think we're only, should we only do directed? I think that's only fair. Otherwise, we just get into like a real fucking rabbit hole. Uh, pun well, intended. I've, but the rabbit hole is pretty fun. <laughs> what do we like, got? But there are some things so, that where they like did the story, and that means they looked at a script or something. Like I don't want to. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a pretty easy one to start. So next week, we're going to watch their first movie, Bound, which if you Mm. live in Australia is on Stan. Mm -hmm. Um, That's, uh, it's like a lesbian thriller um, with Gina Gershon and um, Jennifer Tilly and Joe Pantoliano from the Matrix movies. It plays like, I think, the the antagonist in it. Cypher. 
Yes, Cypher himself. Um, so bound. We're going to do bound, um, and then straight from there you go into the ma- all three of the Matrix movies. Um, now they worked on on a movie called Assassins in 1995. The completionist in me says maybe we should, but maybe we can revisit that at a later date. It's a yeah. Movie well, what did they do? They wrote it. Um, it was directed by Richard Donner and Sylvester Stallone. See, that's Antonio before Banderas. the Matrix movies. So is Bound. So yeah, that's how that I mean, we're starting is... with with Bound and then doing. But I mean, Assassins. Yeah, before. yeah. We've got to go in canonical order. Okay, well, we're going to go Bound first. It's screenplay by Wachowskis and some other people, so I don't know. It's like if we did a Tarantino fest where we watch True Romance, you know, we got to ask ourselves that. Yep. Or is it right, movies so that we... just directed? Here's what we have to do. I reckon we have to do Bound one week, then The Matrix. Matrix. Yeah. Then Speed Racer. the Animatrix. Oh, Animatrix, Animatrix, absolutely. We have to do Animatrix. Even though they're only a writer and producer on that, um, I'm, that I'm, I've am i I'm never seen it. I'm so keen to... Oh, you've never seen Animatrix? Of, no, never. Oh, dude, so I reckon that'll be a ton of fun. Yeah. Then we got The Matrix Reloaded, The Matrix mm. Revolutions. Mm-hmm. Now, they were the writers, producers, and second unit directors of V for Vendetta. I think we have to do that one. That's got more okay. going on for it. Um, and that was directed by... Um, who was that directed by? Um, Joe Biden. James. James. Yeah, Joe, Joe Biden. James McTeague, who he was an assistant director on Dark the City, The Matrix trilogy, and Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Ah, my old colleague. <laughs> uh, um, Speed Racer. Well, before Speed Racer, here's like yeah, they they did uncredited rewrites on a really weird Nicole Kidman movie called The Invasion, which was also directed by James McTeague. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, then, then then we have Speed Racer, which we're sure we're going to do that. Um, 2009, this is another maybe one. Also directed by James McTeague. This is crazy. Ninja Assassin. Ninja Assassin, which looks bizarre. It was written by J. Michael Straczynski, who is the comic book writer who the Wachowskis frequently collaborate with. So I think it's very much like it's... It's still mm. something that's very adjacent to them. We'll see how we're feeling. We've got a lot yeah. of weeks until the Matrix 4 comes out. Um, but but the uh, the South Korean pop musician Rain mm. is the star of Ninja Assassin. Um, then we hit Cloud Atlas, a movie which I've never seen, but B, my wife, read the book for. Um, I'm excited that's like to watch that because it has... A like, super complicated movie, right? Yeah, and Tom Hanks is like Asian in it or something. Oh, great. <laughs> Um, then there's Jupiter Ascending With our boy Channing um, Tatum which I've been dying to watch that Apparently it's like Just bonkers bad It's good Great And then finally The Matrix Resurrections There's also the, Some TV work There's You Sense look at that Apps, list never work. And you're just like From a Financial standpoint And critical standpoint like, There are way more Like Flops And celebrated films But Bounds they love always, the Matrix is They loved. always fucking go for it. That's the thing. That I, I, it's hard to fault creators like the Wachowskis. Like obviously, yeah, they, they make a lot of messes, but I would none of those are like you know studio pleasing tripe. You know what I mean? No. They're like they're just they're like them just going way too hard mm. and creating something that no one connects to except for a very small minority of people. And yeah. I, I respect that. Um, God, I can't believe Speed Racer is 135 minutes long. <laughs> Speed Racer's got, like, the fattest cult following, too. Like, a lot of people, like, it is one of the best films of all time. Like, as pure film and cinema. It's I've never just, seen like, it. I can't wait I. to. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to watch it either. I grew um, up watching Speed Racer. Yeah, like, the same cartoon. here. Great theme song. Um, 
Yeah, so then there's Sense8 and Work in Progress, mm. um, which is a, a, a show that Lily Wachowski made. Um, but, of course, we've also got the video games that they worked on. They were directors of Enter the Matrix, The Matrix Online, and The Matrix Path of Neo. Fine, and I will before- watch all of the YouTubes. Yep, and before that, before um, moving into movies, Lana um, wrote a lot of um, comic books, including Hellraiser, a lot of stuff for Clive Barker, the horror guy, and oh, then wow. something called Ecto Kid. Sick. <laughs> she wrote six six issues of a Marvel Marvel comic called Ecto Kid. Um, but yeah, very very cool and weird. They also did a, a film clip for um, Anthony and the Johnsons. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if you go down to like the the box office section of their um, of their Wikipedia, like very few of their um, of their movies come come close to making back the budget. Okay, which is well, yeah, yeah we'll like, be exploring like, the Wachowski uh, cinematic universe, the WCU. Yep. So we'll be doing that starting next week on PayFam, which is our uh, Patreon only HeyFam experience that we offer over at patreon.com slash HeyFam. So everyone watch, watch along. Bound. Watch along. Watch along with us. We're going to go deep. I can't wait. It's going it's to be a fun ride, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I was just like, man, I really have only seen the Matrix films. And with, I, yeah. I think the sequels turned me off so much that I just stopped <laughs> watching uh, other ones. And but, yeah, uh, I'm glad that now, you know, we can. I'm playing COD. I'm watching uh, Wachowski films. Life is good. Life is good. We um, so that'll be that'll be next week's pay fam. But what of this week's pay fam? I hear you ask. Well, um, as soon as we finish recording this one, we're going to start recording um, a new episode of Pay Fam over at Patreon.com/slash Hey Fam. This week we're going to go through the recent PlayStation event uh, where they announced the new God of War game. Well, not announced. They gave us a trailer for God of War, Spider Man Two, Wolverine, all kinds of good shit. Um, plus, uh, we'll have our famous Levin's recaps the movies he watched over the weekend. And this week we've got Lady Bird. Um, the Stephen Chow movie, The Mermaid, which I can't wait to tell you about. Oh, and yeah, I remember most the excitingly, the Martin Scorsese movie, The Departed. And I Oscar. have one of the best pieces of trivia. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a game that we're going to play together. Oh, Would you like to play a game, Angus? Yeah. Um, come and, uh, and join us and the, the many fun games we'll play. We're also going to go through the new uh, festive menu items on the Japanese KFC and <laughs> McDonald's menus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, who knows what will happen between is- now and then. Gonna be a perfect episode of PayFam, I think, and you can hear it by uh, pledging five dollars to our Patreon, which you can find at Patreon.com/slash/HeyFam. Gets you mm. access to every single bonus episode we've done over the last four years of uh, of HeyFam. Um, plus, you also get access to our lovely Discord community, where you can discuss everything in the episode and more. Uh, so please, Patreon.com/slash/HeyFam. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we hope you join us for the next one. See you soon, fuckers. Au revoir. Hey. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.